today we are talking about hunting monsters and it's not about Pokemon. All after orbit. Howdy, and welcome to Game Loop Radio. I'm your host, Neutron, back with another Game Net Worth review. By the time I realized that I beat the main campaign of Monster Hunter Rise, I was 20 hours deep in gameplay. Like many Monster Hunter games, there is plenty left to play after you beat the campaign. So many monsters to hunt, to farm, for materials, to forge and upgrade weapons and armor, and to climb the ranks by defeating or capturing high-ranked monsters in the endgame. I really only forge a handful of armor pieces and mainly focus on my switch axe and barely scratch the surface on builds and take advantage of my buddies Tim, that's my palico, and Kakashi, that's my palibute. <laughs> In this review, I want to cover five main points. Uh, did I have fun? Did I enjoy the graphics, the art style? Did I enjoy the story and was it engaging? If it's not very story driven, you know, that's not bad. So we'll definitely cover that. Um, do I see myself playing more? And again, is this game worth it? So what is Monster Hunter Rise all about? Capcom released the next installment in the Monster Hunter series on March 26, right now only available on Nintendo Switch. But PC players, keep a lookout. You will have access to play through this on Steam on PC uh, next year. The gameplay loop in this type of game is pretty simple. You hunt, capture monsters to gather materials, to forge armor or weapons that will help you hunt higher difficulty monsters. And honestly, this is very addicting to me. <laughs> and the cool thing about Monster Hunter Rise and, and these type of games in that it, honestly, it's an addicting concept. Um, but man, Monster Hunter packs a whole range of build possibilities. And with each Monster Hunter iteration, we have experienced some large quality of life improvements. If you got a chance to play Monster Hunter World, that introduced basically no loading screens uh, while you're in the, the hunt areas. And of course, Rise continues that and adds even more verticality to different biomes. Um, one of the new features that was introduced to help retire places in the game is the wire bug. Uh, that allows you to freely and quickly move around, either dash you know, sideways uh, or make, make some large leaps uh, to kind of reach out the other end of a mountain, basically. <laughs> Um, one of my biggest gripes on the Monster Hunter games has always been how it sometimes feels slow or sluggish uh, when you're out there hunting. Uh, but with the addition of the Palamutes, these are the basically the giant dogs in the game, you can now ride these large dogs and go across the different locales very quickly in order to chase the monsters. Something they also added is, uh, I think it's great, or giant wire bugs. These are specifically located around the map. Um, that way you can tether and it'll shoot you across the map. That way you can reach areas a lot quicker. In previous Monster Hunter games, you only had access to Palicos to assist you um, doing your missions. But again, now you have Palamutes and you can you know, continue crafting, building armor, weapons for them. They have different types of abilities, power-ups that you can get. You know, if you remember, Palicos can be either um, attackers or they can... Uh, uh, specify on healing or buffs or hunting and gathering or um, capturing monsters. So there's a lot, a lot of possibi possibilities and combinations that you can have with your buddies. Uh, this game, of course, also has multiplayer. I haven't had a chance to play it, but you can play it with three other people. 
to hunting groups and hopefully beat higher ranked monsters. What I did learn, however, is if you were, were to go to multiplayer hub in the game and you wanted to go do a mission, you can actually go into the board and join someone else's that is already further along into it that we can just join them, you know, with matchmaking. You don't, you don't really need, if you don't have many friends playing, you know, you can find and meet some people that way. So that, that, that's something that I need to check out myself and hopefully make some, some builds that are, are compatible with, with, uh, other players. And next thing I want to talk about is weapons. There's a total of 14 weapon types in this game. Um, one thing that Rise introduced is the switch skills uh, that you can unlock as you progress in the game. Each weapon has three types of these switch skills. Uh, which will give you options, several options to modify your playstyle. From the different weapon types that you've got, uh, there I don't think there was anything new as a weapon type introduced this in this um, in this game. I think in Monster Hunter Worlds we got the Insect Glaive as a new weapon type. Of course, you have Great Sword, Long Sword, Sword and Shield, Dual Blades, Lance, Gun Lance, Hammer, Hunting Horn, Switch Axe, which is currently my favorite, a Charge Blade, Insect Glaive. Light bow gun, heavy bow gun, and the bow. Uh, like I said, I've only tried so far making uh, weapons in the switch axe, um, but I, I also want to try making some uh, charge blade uh, weapons. Trying out some of the long raids like the light bow gun, the heavy bow gun, even the bow. Uh, making builds with that. Uh, also making builds with the hammer and hunting horn. Those are. Those have been mostly the ones that I've been excited to try out, but there's there's endless possibilities. I mean, I really do, don't even know how many weapons you can actually forge total, you know, because different materials make you, it'll help you create a different weapon. So there's basically ended, endless possibilities. You can spend hundreds of hours just building these different weapons. The next thing I want to cover is armor and skills. So as far as your armor goes, there's five pieces, uh, and each piece has its own defense and elemental resistance stats, as well as one or more skills that will help you on your hunt. Uh, what I like about Monster Hunter Rise is that they made it easy for you to, for example, you wanted to see a, a specific build or a specific set of armor. There's an easy way for you to see what are the uh, abilities that you can gain by putting together a full set. I haven't messed too much in actually combining and mixing sets so far. I've made it easy on myself and just, hey, I want to, I want to make a, a, you know, specific set of this this monster. But the game, the game has lots, lots of possibilities for you to make different, different kinds of builds. Uh, one new cool thing that was added is uh, that you, you can now equip talismans uh, that give you additional skills, and these can be earned by progressing through the game. Uh, these skills are a variety of abilities that affect hunters in a number of ways. Each talisman or piece of armor has its own skills, which are activated by just by equipping it. Um, if you equip more than one piece of gear with the same skill, this will actually augment the effect. Um, so far, I've only seen up to level 3, but in some cases, it, it looks like you might be able to go even higher than level 3. And also, if you equip three or more pieces of the same armor set, you will receive a bonus to all of your resistance stats. Now, there is also a, you know, a four-piece, five-piece bonus set, so that's that's pretty cool. And one of the new things with Monster Hunter Rise, um, if you're familiar with the series, is they try to introduce a new type of um, activity or hunting activity. Uh, in this game, it's the Rampage. This is a new quest type where you have to protect Kamura Village from the hordes of monsters using hunting installations and occasionally getting up close and personal to complete these quests. These monsters look huge compared to what you actually fight out in the wild. 
Um, but the game does a really good job through the tutorial. Speaking of tutorials, there's endless tutorials in this game because there's so much. It's so complex on all the different things that you can do. But as far as the, the tutorial for the Rampage, it's it's pretty easy to follow. They start showing you the three main types of installations. There's the man type installation, which these are the ballistae, the cannons. Uh, but these require a monster hunter to fire. Um, so you, you can personally uh, man them. Uh, there's also the auto type installations. These are these activate automatically when triggered by nearby monsters. And there's also the limited supply type. The example that I saw, I think you were able to call on a specific NPC uh, to help you fight monsters. And what's really cool with the with the rampage is you can actually level up the stronghold, the installations. By doing this, you unlock new kinds of hunting installations to hopefully make it easier for you to defend against the rampage. And during the rampage, you actually get some of these. Uh, I think they're tickets. They help you level up your uh, some of your gear. Uh, there are also a few, a couple examples of extremely powerful uh, hunting installations. Uh, there's the Dragonator and the Splitting Wyvern Shot. Uh, but these, once used, take a while for them to charge up and be used up again. And in many cases, you can actually get up close and personal and just fight the monsters yourselves. You do get a boost while you're doing that. Uh, if, if you uh, attack when the counter signal is activated. Uh, this can happen automatically or through a counter gong manually. This will boost your hunter's attack for a certain time. Another feature that they expanded with Monster Hunter Rise is the use of endemic life. If you're familiar, you're able to you're able to fish, you're able to hunt like smaller uh, animals, uh, but they actually did more with them here in Monster Hunter Rise. The main difference is that you can you can gain boons that improve your stats or aid in your hunts. There's basically four different types of endemic life that you can get. There's the perma buffers. These increase your stats until the end of the quest. An example is like the spirit bird. Uh, these can raise your health, stamina, attack, or defense. You'll notice that they're different colors. Makes it easy to figure out which one is which. Um, there's also hunting helpers. These can be captured and used as items. An example is a stink mink. Uh, this one releases a special smoke-like pheromone that attracts nearby uh, large monsters if you're basically trying to lure them to a trap. So that, that makes it easy if you prefer trapping, uh, capturing the monsters instead of uh, hunt, uh, basically killing them. <laughs> uh, there's also ensnaring life. Uh, these impart helpful effects when hunting monsters like the Gigana. If you feed these uh, fishes, these are carnivorous fish, uh, they will damage any monster or hunter nearby. So this is a little, a little risky, a little riskier. I actually didn't know about this one until I was reviewing uh, some of the uh, information on their website. But now I need to go try it out. I'm probably, you have to put in a, a piece of meat and they will, they will go crazy and attack whatever near, is nearby. And then the final uh, type of endemic life is the temporary buffers. These will grant you temporary boons. Uh, one of the examples is the cloth fly. And one really cool thing about Monster Hunter Rise is they, they have a, a hunter notes where it could... Uh, have all the information for endemic life, for small monsters, larger monsters, so it'll have all the information you need. You actually don't need to go outside of the game to learn some of the stuff, to, to basically find out what, you know, once once you beat a monster, for example, it'll tell you uh, what it's weak against, right? It won't tell you beforehand, but then after that, you'll be able to, oh, okay, now I need to go farm for this type of material to get this type of weapon, or get these type of materials for my armor, so I, I am... Uh, more resistant against the attacks of that monster. Uh, but like I said, I've only touched the surface in Monster Hunter Rise. I've, you know, right now I'm over 20 hours, getting close to 30. 
Um, I'm loving all the improvements and the addition in the game. The one thing that I do miss from Monster Hunter Worlds is the the being able to see the attack combos on the screen. Because as soon as you feel confident with one with one weapon type and its moves, if you switch over to something else, it's a brand new game, basically. Because you'll have to relearn or or learn the new combos and new moves from the different weapon types. But hopefully, um, it doesn't take too long. They do have a, a dojo, I think, an area where you can practice the different combos. But I would prefer to be able to see the combos on the screen. And I know it's limited. It's probably there's too much uh, information happening on the screen that they want to overload you with any, anything else. But I do want that. I do want that, to be honest. And since the game launched, there has been a, a few game updates. I think they're on, on update three, and these have all been free. And there's also like event type updates that happen. I feel like almost every week there's something new, some kind of new quest. Uh, they have introduced Elder Dragons, Apex Monsters, and uh, I think the, the recent one introduced the Crimson Glow Monsters. And of course, there's more free updates coming, expanding the game. And actually, they're going to expand on the story as well. And speaking of story, even though it felt very short, uh, I was hooked with the new setting in the Kimura Village. It's a like a feudal Japan inspired, all the facilities that your hunter will need uh, from the multiplayer gathering hub, the buddy plaza for all your Palico and Palamu needs. There's a training area to improve your hunter fighting skills and combos. Yeah, the main story circles around the rampage. Uh, this is a an event, a catastrophic event, where countless waves of monsters attack the village. This event has happened several times in the history of Kimura, and the rampage that happened 50 years ago came close to wiping out the entire village. And to be honest, this is not a very deep story compared to the several other games, uh, but the real attraction of uh, Monster Hunter Rise for me has always been... The, the hunting cycle, basically. Uh, hunting different monsters, improving my skills with different weapons, creating different bills for different scenarios. In the game, there's ways for you to save bills so you can quickly go switch, swap between without having to think too much. Where, well, where did I put that helmet? I want to say they have like over 100 slots for you to save your different builds. Like it's, it's ridiculous. There's so much armor. There's so much am, uh, weapon types. There's a lot. So they, they have... Uh, made it easier for you to have enough room for all your different materials and weapons and, and armor. I was pretty impressed with Capcom and the, the job that they did uh, to put this game on the Switch. I, I mostly play on handheld, to be honest, and it looks really good there, actually. Uh, I haven't had a chance to stream too much of Monster Hunter Rise. I've mostly been playing handheld. Uh, what, basically, what happens is uh, my girlfriend's playing something in, in the living room, and I'm on my uh, on my Switch playing next to her. So that's had mostly my my time has been spent playing Monster Hunter Rise, which has been nice. But if you're able to wait for the PC version, you you already know this game is going to look even better. And I'm curious if they're actually gonna add like any new features for for the PC version. It's easy for me. I I definitely recommend, and I see myself playing more Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, this will actually be added to my main streaming games um, going forward, I think. Now that I actually feel comfortable, I know a little bit more of what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing in this game. It's very complex. I think there's so much there's so much involved in the game. But I, I would easily recommend this. If you have a Switch, I'd say go pick it up. But if you can wait until the PC version next year, it's probably a better bet for you to wait and, and, and you know, it'll be a better game. But all I can say is go get the game. Have some fun. Plus, I need people to play with me. <laughs> I want to do some multiplayer hunts. I haven't seen the game go on sale, but I, I would expect sometime 
Capcom does a yearly sale, so I would expect that they would add Monster Hunter Rise on that. So I would definitely recommend even I I recommend you pick it up right now. Don't wait for a sale. But if you want to and save a little money, go ahead and do that. But yeah, that's gonna be it for today. I really, really, really appreciate you guys uh listening to this. If you like today's episode, uh don't forget to leave us a rating or review on your preferred plot podcasting platform. We we wanna hear from you. Feel free to email us ask us questions, uh, tell us what you liked or what can be improved. Do you have any suggestions on topics or game reviews? Just let us know. You can find additional episodes of Gamer Loop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. Thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs>